Before we get started on today's show, let's talk about how you could get in touch with us. You can email us at let's talk at first comes love, then comes marriage.com. You can call us and leave a voicemail at 347 True Love, 347 878 5683. You can also direct message us on Instagram at first comes love TCM. Lindsay and Aaron sitting in a tree. K I S S I N G. First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes the baby and the baby carrot. Hey y'all, welcome to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. And on this seventh episode, we'll be talking about expectations and disappointments. So listen up. Let's go. Welcome back to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. And we have been discussing with each other the difference between the wedding and the marriage. So, baby, I want to ask you, what did you expect about marriage versus our marriage right now? So my expectations were like a checklist. Mm -hmm. And I thought you have to have a job. She's going to be there every time you come home. You're you're never going to be in an apartment. You're always going to be at a house with Mm -hmm. a yard. Mm -hmm. And happiness forevermore. No sorrow. It was like no bad things will happen. Is that because of me? Or is that because of what you actually saw in marriages? My expectations really, truthfully, were of my parents 37, 35 years into marriage. Right, because you're the baby of five. (laughs) Yeah, so I was expecting that, that complete blissfulness at 35 years of marriage as soon as we get married, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. right after the honeymoon, it's like, oh, you unlocked it. You, you got the key. You unlocked it. Boom. You have this. And I didn't realize the process that you have to take to get to those places. These are milestones. Right. You know, buying a house is a milestone. Huge. Um, first child, any any child, period, huge. is huge. Mm-hmm. And so... I just, I just thought that if you put in all the work, this is the reward. You can't choose your consequences, but you know the rewards. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do everything right to get these rewards. Mm-hmm. And when we got married, I'm, I'm completely happy. It wasn't like the, you know? You better sing. <laughs> yeah, hit, I'm hitting all those. Okay. It, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like, like that. Uh, yeah, it's doors opening up. <laughs> yeah, just doors open, like like in Pleasantville. Like, as soon as as soon as soon this act happens, everything I see... Right, the cherry blossoms. Yeah, I can see and... colors differently uh-huh, and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And so that, that was my expectation, was this, like, new level of bliss. And what I've been learning is that... That is, it is obtainable, but you gradually get to it. 
you get closer and closer to it as you work on the marriage because i feel like i've been happier and more blessed to be with you every year that we've been married mm -hmm. and so i still feel like i can get there but my expectation was as soon as you say i do kiss everybody having a party that's that's what i was getting mm -hmm. so what about you baby well similar to yours in that my expectation of marriage was complete and utter bliss. I mean, I thought that if you put in the work when you're dating, then marriage should be a breeze because you put in the work. And <laughs> this is funny because now I'm, I'm looking back and I'm like, oh yeah, we were together for 12 years before we were married. I was going to say engaged. Engaged, engaged yeah. for 11 years. Yeah, engaged for 11. Before we were, we were dating for 11 years before we got engaged. And that's a long time. It is. <laughs> it is. It's a long time. I don't care if people want to say, oh, you don't count high school years or what have you. But I, I felt that, okay, I put in all this work. I developed. We went through our seasons. We did this and we did that. And we had arguments and we had disagreements and we had clarity moments. And so we put in all of this work prior to marriage that I really thought that marriage was just going to be us traveling and growing our family and just sunshines and rainbows. And that is not reality. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Um, you know, I also expected, I expected a timeline. You know, you see in the media or you see other people, if you will, if you were to compare, you see people get married, get a house have children, continue on in their career, you know, and just grow in that set almost, it seems like it's a planned order. Mm -hmm. And that's not our journey. And I think I, we had to realize that, or I had to realize that around year four, it was like, no, y'all are, we picking up, we live one place and, and you know, we work in here and we're doing this and we're growing our family at the same time and experiencing life you know, and, and going back and forth from New York to LA, that that's new because, you know, people tell you this idea, especially for women, it's like by 30, you need to have this, you need to have that, you need to have your house. And we're in New York, away from where we think our home base is going to be. And that's not what I expected. So I think those two expectations um, kind of threw me off when I just opened up my mind and said, no, this is what our marriage is. This is how we're working out. So. so this is our MR wrong section where I give a situation about something that happened between Lindsay and I, and we're asking you to put in your opinions and tell us if I am the person who's wrong or, she, or if Lindsay is the person who was wrong. Last week we did, what was last week? The travel? Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't got a lot of responses on that. So if we don't get responses, I think I'm right. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so we need people to comment. And so the travel one. I feel like that was a no-brainer. That's why people. No, 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 no. <laughs> and, 
and we did doing a bonus episodes with a couple of our MR wrongs. So I think we're pretty much even. I, if I'm it's, doing a recap, no, I'm. I can do the accurate recap. The recap is I have two for me and one for you, meaning I have been right twice and you mm. have been right. Once. There's a couple and of there maybes. Was a tie. There's a couple of maybes. There was in a there. tie in there because we've done four so five. We didn't get the travel. We didn't get any votes for the travel yet. All, All right. right. <laughs> so this is the am I wrong? This is the situation. Picture this. I wear a size eleven and a half shoe. Lindsay, wear what, what size do you wear? Seven. You wear a size seven women's. I'm eleven and a half men. Lindsay has three pairs. Of slippers, house shoes. She has the Nikes, she has the Birkenstocks, and I think you have, what's the other ones? Like some fuzzy ones. She has three pairs. Okay. I have one pair, is my Pumba sliders. Lindsay consistently uses my sliders when she has other options <laughs> and it leaves me without sliders. She needs uh. to remain in her sliders. Am I wrong for be like, yo, man, you need to. And she's like, oh, I have to rush out the house to get Christmas. Or I need to rush out the house to something with action. She always put action <laughs> in Christmas. That's our uh, Christmas is our dog son. And action is our human son. <laughs> <laughs> and so she always like, oh, yeah, we got to I got to do this. I got to do this. I had to rush out the house. No, we have house shoes for a reason. And I need to keep my house shoes for myself. I give you five seconds for rebuttal. Go. Okay. Number one, he liked to put an always on something. It's not always, okay? When I use his sliders, it's probably because I am rushing because I have to take action outside or Christmas needs to go outside to use the bathroom. So, yes, okay, I have my slides, but l let me preface it with my slides are usually moved by action. He likes to pick up my slides and put them someplace else. Therefore, they're not easily accessible as they are yours. So, so you were saying that my slides are always in the proper place. And then every time I try to go look for them, they're gone. I put them back in place. Sharing. You know what? Let's get to that. No. M marriage is about sharing. Yes, yes, yes. But you have three to my one, so you could you could share your feet with some other slides. So am I wrong? You could reach us and tell Lindsay how wrong she is at 347-TRUE-LOVE. That is 347-878-5683. Once again, that's 347-878-5683. Or you can hit us on Instagram at... First comes love, TCM. Or you can email us at let's talk at first comes love, then comes marriage.com. So we're back. And the second question is, baby, how do you deal with personal disappointments within our marriage? Oof. Personal. So like I I didn't get a job that I was going for mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. So this happens more often than not. Even I wouldn't. Is it personal if your favorite basketball team always loses? <laughs> <laughs> because my guys, oh, the no. Los Angeles exactly. Clippers, yeah, yeah, they have put 
me in a situation where I felt like I was personally disappointed. I know. And I'm mad for you as a wife. So So I don't know if that counts. But it counts, baby. How do I handle that? I really lean on you. <laughs> I was like, man, I need I need to be uh, was it coddled? I need to be yes, coddled. Yes. When they lose. Uh, except for this time when they lost this year, I was I was fully prepared for that. So that's one thing. But say I'm going out for a job or there are I need a job and I have to go out for different interviews or something like that. And I put more pressure on myself when it comes to those things because of you know, the way I was raised, uh, gender roles that I have in my head about being a provider and doing stuff like that. And so when stuff doesn't go my way, it hurts. Mm-hmm. And it hurts because I always feel like, oh, how is this going to affect my marriage? If I don't have money, I always go to like the worst of the worst. You, you know me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, if if I don't have any money, then then this will happen and then this will happen and then she'll end up cheating on me mm, or something like oh that. My. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. like, how did Lindsay have a baby by another man? Okay. Well, I couldn't get a job. Are you not so, secure in this marriage? But I am, I am secure. I just, you know, you, you hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Okay. So okay. I would say when it comes to disappointment, I don't, I do not have a lot of dis- personal disappointments because my ultimate goal was always to be your husband. And as long as I I can fall back on I'm married to you, then I'm actually I'm actually good. Aww. Because I love you so much. And and I love being your husband and I know that no matter what, if I got you, then I'm good. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that I have something to fall back on. Mm-hmm. Something I can trust. Also you know, I'm a strong believer in Jesus Christ and God. And so I always fall back and be like, look, when when I gave myself to Christ, I no longer have the right to be to be upset on his body, on his mind, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I had to deal with that a couple of times. I had to check myself like, look, God, I am in a rental right now. My body is a rental. I'm ultimately supposed to be with you. And so I'm going to take care of myself as much as I can. But if you have something working in the midst, who am I to be upset? I mean, I'm a human, but end all be all, who am I to be upset? And so that's that's one thing that I constantly have to remind myself and mm. I constantly have to work on because it is it is a very difficult being a human, period. So that's how I deal with it. I lean I lean on the things that I know for sure. Yeah. I lean on the things that I am secure in. And I'm secure that I am going to be a good husband no matter what. You know, like I can lean on that. Mm-hmm. I could, I can lean on that. God got me. Right. God's got me. You know what I'm saying? I'm always covered. So that's, that's how I deal with most of my disappointments. The disappointments with my weight. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> the, the, 
the hard part is that you are so loving and I want you to continue to be loving, but it's just like, man, my life is good. You know, it's hard to be motivated and content at the same time. Right. You know? Yeah. You have to have a different kind of drive. Yeah, you got to have that, that Lindsay drive, as I say, <laughs> but so baby, I lean on things. I lean on things that I know, like what are my rocks? Mm-hmm. How do you deal with personal disappointments? It's hard. It's definitely uh, still a growing experience for me. I think that something you know about me, I hate to be disappointed. Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody likes to be disappointed. It's just how you react to those disappointments is different for everybody. And personally, I would rather not hope or not know than to be crushed and I feel that I feel that for me still I'm like wow you know this is why if I like to plan and I expect those plans to go accordingly Mm -hmm. otherwise I'm like you know what I'm not gonna plan (laughs) and therefore I will not get disappointed Mm -hmm. if the plans go a different way so I'm I'm still learning the balance of Hope. Yeah, hope. And, you know, because all you need, you know, as they say, is a mustard seed of faith. All I need is a little bit of faith. And so it goes back to how we said a couple of episodes ago with our affirmations and my meditations and things like that. So how I deal with disappointments is to breathe, to understand that God's always got my best at heart. God knows exactly what I need when I need it. Things that I tell myself all the time and just to understand like it's going to be okay. And like you said, we have things to fall back on. I fall back on our love, you know, because if I don't, (laughs) if I don't get that position or, you know, or this goal or whatever it is, if I don't, if it doesn't happen, I might take a moment and cry. I I hope that I don't lash out on you. And that's the most important part because sometimes personal goals that do not happen within the relationship, you end up taking that out on the person closest to you. Yes. And I never want to do that. I want to check myself and say, you know what? I need to talk to you about it. I need to kind of vent my frustrations, but I'm not mad at you. This is me. This is something that I'm trying to do. And most of the time, you're such an encourager to be like, okay, well, what else can be done? Or what can I do? Like, you you try to fix it. That's pretty much. And that's, that's amicable because I'm like, some things just can't be fixed. Some things we're going through. And, and it's an important lesson. But... I always try to remember our love in the midst of it. So that that's how I deal with disappointments. One thing that you said that really made me like, whoa, being that punching bag for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you say you never want to lash out, and I never want to lash out at you. Mm-hmm. Reality is we're going to lash out on each other because we are so close to each other, and we're the only people that we know I know if I lash out at you, we'll be okay later, you know? And, and Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about you and me. I'm not talking about other relationships. Right, I'm talking about, I'm right. talking about you and me. Mm-hmm. And so, and there's been time where I know I didn't deserve it. And you go off yeah. and I'm just like, 
but what do you say to yourself? You say this is not. She's she's not mad at me. I, yeah, or, I, I you know, am. You kind of yeah. tell yourself something. I'm one of those people. I'm one of those. She's yeah. not mad at me. People mm-hmm. like she's not mad at me. You got to know the situation, yeah. and you have to know what your person is going through. Mm-hmm. When there's times when you're holding secrets with with yourself, and I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. then. If you're lashing out on me, I don't know the situation. So say, God forbid, you're getting like sexually harassed or something at work. Right. And you're not telling me because you don't know how I'll react or something. But when you're coming home from work, are you getting bullied at work? You're coming home from work and you're upset and you don't want to talk about work and you, you, you know, you're doing all the things and I'm getting all of it, mm-hmm. but I don't have the root reason. Right. And so... If you're if you're withholding information that really hinders the I feel like the going through process that you you were saying. Yeah. So it's like you have to share. You have to you have to trust and have to share with your partner, which which was one of my expectations in, in marriage, we're a partnership. Mm-hmm. And so I don't have to do anything else alone anymore. You know, yeah, and that's one of the greatest things about our marriage, and that's one of the things that I love is Team Jackson. I say it all the time. You said it from I, the yeah. beginning. I said it from the beginning, and I was I didn't pick up on it too quickly, but it was like we're Team Jackson. Yes, and you'd be like, "F everybody else, it's mm-hmm. Team Jackson." Yes, and so at the end of the day, like you said, if something going on at work, if something going on with your family, if something's going on, you know, wherever, tell me. Yes. It's Team Jackson. Because I, I got you and you got me. Yeah. That's how we deal with negative thoughts and disappointment. Because as soon as you're disappointed, you straight you straight go negative. Yeah. I mean, that's me too. Yeah, you go to a, a, a sad place. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what happens. But the important thing is to understand your reaction, to understand how you're going to move forward. Because something that we learned a while back, you know, time keeps moving forward. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got. Thank you for joining us on our sixth episode, talking about expectations and disappointments. Talk to your friends, talk to your spouse, and reach out to us. Tell us what you think. And so you can reach out to us by calling the voicemail, that is 347-TRUE-LOVE. That is 347-T-R-U-L-O-V-E, 347-878-5683. Or you can DM us on our Instagram at firstcomeslovetcm, or you can email us at let's talk at firstcomeslovethencomesmarriage.com. See you, See you next, next Friday. Friday. Let's do the hey y'all. Let's do it. Hey y'all. Welcome to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay. (laughs) What's your name, girl? What's your name? What's your name? You've been doing this. You have done this. Because I thought I thought we put in the six this is the sixth episode. I don't know if I said that on the welcome back. It's fine. It's fine. Because now I need to know. We say our name twice, but I only say six episode over here. Come on, come on, come on. I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) Hey y'all. Welcome back. (laughs) See? See?
I feel like you messed up. You we we could do a no. whole podcast no, and no, you'd no. like, you know what? It's time to mess up. No, baby. No, baby. No, baby. Hmm. No, baby. Let's do it. Okay. Hey, y'all. Mm, okay. Mm, that was loud. It was. I'm sorry. Hey. See, you're breathing all of them. Ready? Okay, I'm ready. Stop breathing. <laughs> Stop breathing. Hurt. Hurt. Got it. Go. Hey y'all, welcome to, welcome back. I gotta say welcome back. No, welcome I don't say welcome to. back. Oh, okay. Yeah, I no, thought it was I know. Uh, like Edward Scissorhands. Yes, okay. Okay. <laughs> Yikes. I know Pleasantville very well. I watch that all the time. I used to. Okay, ask, ask me a question again. I'll be quick. Like, I love your hugs. I love your kisses. I love your support of me. 